eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time for kickoff. Kickoff. First in the end zone. Touchdown! With Boomer, Asiasen, and Mike Valenti. We are back. Kickoff, Boomer and Valenti. It's a special edition. We got holiday haircuts, people. Fresh fades for Turkey Day. Boomer, the hair looks exquisite. Mine is a, a far more Italian haircut. We are ready to rock. It's the quarterback edition of kickoff. Yes, it is. It's week 11, and I got six quarterbacks that are under the magnifying glass coming into this weekend. Number one, two guys facing off against each other, Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, both under pressure for different reasons. Zach Wilson, of course, 0-3 versus the Patriots, and the Jets have lost 13 straight to the Patriots. Mac Oof. Jones, I don't think the fans up there in uh, in New England are totally all in on Mac Jones. As a matter of fact, they all were Bailey Zappi fans about five weeks ago. But, you know, Mac needs to have a good game against a very good defense. Dak Prescott on the road at Minnesota. Two interceptions last week. A bad loss to a team that's going nowhere, the Green Bay Packers. A lot of pressure on Dak to live up to that contract. How about Matt Ryan and the Colts? They face the Eagles. Now, they finally found their running game last week against the Raiders. I do think that they have a very good chance against an Eagle team that is devoid of a run defense right now. Without Jordan Davis. They can't stop nobody. That's exactly right. And then you have Justin Herbert going against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in his building. They're going to be more Chief fans there than Charger fans. But he's got to outduel the great Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes missing a couple of his wide receivers. That's why I think Kadarius Toney is going to go off this week. God help and then, of course, Josh Allen, who's really had a subpar last two weeks, a little bit of a lull in this great career that he is building. And now their game was moved from Buffalo to Detroit inside perfect weather. I think he has a huge game against the Browns this week. Agree totally. And a couple of the guys you mentioned, we're going to revisit. I called this the quarterback edition. We did this at the start of the year. All the second-year quarterbacks from this Ballyhooed class, where we were at the start, where we are now, and we go to Boomer for some predictive measure to see where these guys will be game one of next year. All of that a little bit later. Let's hit the rundown. This this is the NFL Rundown. All right, Booms, we got to talk about it. Start with Thursday night football. The Titans, this is going to happen again. They're going to be one of the top seeds. They're going to win a playoff game. 
And I swear no coach does more with less than Vrabel. This is happening. Well, you know, he has a good team now. You talk about offensive and defensive lines. They are about as good a pairing as there is in the NFL. Now, their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, had a great game uh, You know, against the Packers. There's no question about that. 333 yards, threw a crucial interception late in the game, didn't come back and hurt right. them. But the one thing that you have to remember is that Tennessee won two games with Malik Willis as quarterback, and I think they completed 11 passes combined in yep. those two games. So it tells you about the substance of the team, about the coach, and you're talking about a team that wants to make every game into a street fight. They want to condense the game. They want to hold on to the ball. That's exactly what they did to Green Bay. And Derrick Henry's a monster. So much so, in fact, that I think we saw a glimpse of what is the problem in Green Bay. And his name is Jair Alexander. He's one of the highest-paid defensive backs in the league. He's supposed to be their best defensive back. And I saw him at least three times turn down Derrick Henry. And it's not a good look for somebody that's that high-paid it's supposed to be that good, and it told, tells me the symptom of losing. It, all I have to do is watch how he plays. You know who he reminds me of? Is from, he's the defensive version of what Odell was here towards the end. And when things don't go his way, it translates directly on the field. And I, I said this to you before we, we started the show. Go back and watch the Buffalo game. He did the same stuff. And then if he gets beat, he then, he'll compound it, take a god-awful penalty, or go space cadet and lose coverage. And it's, uh, Boomer, they have a real issue with him. There's an immaturity level here. Well, I would just say it's easy for us to talk about it here in the studio. It's hard for Matt LaFleur to really deal with it directly because you never know what kind of relationships are in the locker room. All I can tell you is that every football player wants everybody to hold up their end of their responsibilities. And to me, when I watch this game against the Green Bay, I mean, against the Tennessee Titans, I don't see Jair Alexander holding up his end of the responsibilities. And there has to be a little bit of self-awareness. So I think you have to bring him in privately. You have to show him the tape and you have to ask him to explain himself. Yeah. How about at the end where he wasn't paying attention and Tannehill beats him deep? That's, that's the point. So, but there's one down on the goal line where he has a chance to take on Derrick Henry. Now, you and I do not want to take on no, Derrick Henry. No, he made Henry. a business decision. Yeah, I, that's funny when we say that because that was the old Deion Sanders line. But, you know, it's not funny when right. you watch it on tape and you watch a guy run into the end zone and your team is getting booed in their home stadium, and that is part of the symptom of losing. And Matt LaFleur, it's too late to do something about it this year, right. but they have to do something about it in the future because you can't stand for that. Are you surprised at the, the level of fan reaction in Green Bay? I'm not. I mean, there is expectations, you know, and expectations are heavy. And I've, I've been a player that, have, uh, that has been booed. I've been a player that has been cheered. I went from being the strike... Um, I guess the example of the strike uh, in 1987 where the Cincinnati fans wanted to get rid of me. I had just signed a million-two contract, and they couldn't believe that I was a quarterback going out on strike, supporting my teammates. The next year I came back, and I was fortunate enough to win the MVP. So I went from the outhouse yeah. to the penthouse in less than a year. So I'm not surprised by the way fans react these days. By the way, 16 straight games for Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown for 300 yards. You can do what you want with it. All right, but here's the thing. Compare that to Ryan Tannehill. So who were Ryan Tannehill's two wide receivers two years ago? Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. Yeah. Where are they now? Gone. So who was, who was Ryan Tannehill thrown to? Well, what, what was left of Robert Woods and a rookie in, in Traylon Burke. Exactly. So, I mean, he's essentially in the same situation yeah. Aaron Rodgers is, but there's no drama around Ryan Tannehill. Well, and he makes half the money. But there's no drama. Well, right. It's just easy. Yeah. Aaron, how about last night? Where do you go from here? Home. Oh, thanks. 
Yeah. Thanks, um, Aaron. You know, he's a very interesting guy who's having an interesting season, and I'm glad he found himself in Peru in the offseason. Uh, yeah, more magic mushrooms for all. Um, I, I got to give you credit on something. I know I bust your chops about it, but your faith, your conviction in your bucks. <laughs> My bucks. Hold on out. They are people, they are five and five, and it's not a work of art, but they got it done against the Rams. They go to London. I was impressed with the way they jumped on Seattle. Five and five. Your resolve's going to pay off. They're winning the South, aren't they? Yeah, I I do believe they're going to win South, and they're going to have a home playoff game. And, uh, you know, let's say they get the Giants in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, you think uh, that Tom Brady will carve up the Giants? Or do you think the Giants make it miserable for Tom Brady again? I don't think the Giants can score, Boomer. They they can't score. I know, that's their problem. That's a big problem. But neither can the Tennessee Titans, for that matter. But they still win. It doesn't really matter uh, as long as you're not turning the ball over. And I would just say that Tom Brady very rarely ever turns the ball over, and he threw an interception for the first time in 399 pass attempts uh, last week against Seattle. Now he'll start a new chapter yeah. over, and he's going to lead him right to the playoffs. I, I want to ask you about one and done. And, I mean, I know it's early. It might be reactionary. But you, you do see this in the NFL now where guys are get, uh, coaches are one and done. You never used to see it. You had to be horrible not to get a third year. But you've got a matchup of potential one and dones here with America's coach, Nate Hackett, and then Josh McDaniels. He's back. Boomer, one, both, or neither get fired at the end of the year? I think maybe one, and I don't think it's Josh McDaniels because the Raiders' financial situation. Uh, He's not the richest owner. You know, He's basically the general partner of that team. Um, they're not going to fire a coach and and you know pay him for the next four years. It's just not going to happen. So I think he's going to remain. I can see Nathaniel Hackett. Only the reason the only reason I say that is because the owner didn't hire him. Right. He was hired before the owner got there. And deep pockets. And deep pockets. And they ended up giving you know Russell Wilson all that money. You know I wanted to put Derek Carr and Russell Wilson on that list that I started the show off with. But the reason I didn't do that is because they both have losing records, and I think it's an assumed understanding that they're both under significant amount of pressure. Russell Wilson's not going anywhere because of the guaranteed money. Derek Carr may not be long for the Raiders because of where the Raiders are going to be drafting. I just wanted to – all right, so let, let's do this with both quarterbacks in for a second because the Russell Wilson stuff was weird to me. You know, checking into the wrong plays. and I, what, what is going on All right, on so that, that's an ex-player who is basically saying that. And I don't know if he's disgruntled or doesn't like Russell or what the whole situation about that is. When asked whether or not Russell was using the wrong checks and doing things that they don't have in their play- playbook in Denver and was confusing the Seattle playbook, one of his active offensive linemen said, that's not true. We know everything that's going on. But then again, I don't expect an active offensive lineman right. to throw his quarterback under the bus because that's not who offensive linemen are. Now, a disgruntled offensive lineman that left the team for whatever reason, I could see that. So there may be a little bit of that going on, and I think there's probably a little bit of stubbornness from Russell Wilson towards Nathaniel Hackett and the way they're running the offense and some of the mistakes that Russell is making. They are horrible. And I think Nathaniel Hackett is coming to the realization that this guy is going to end up getting me fired, and we just gave him all this money. So that's probably what's happening between coach and player out there. And if they lose this game, if they lose this game to the Raiders in their building, you got to, you know, I I would think that it's better than 80% chance that Nathaniel Hackett will get fired. All right, so go to Derek Carr, and we'll do this two ways. I wanted your take on the postgame, and it's not about busting chops, but 
you saw an emotion from him you don't see from players and quarterbacks very often as a former quarterback. What was your reaction to that and the effect it may or may not have? So I, I kind of know Derek a little bit. I don't know him all that well, but I just know that, you know, he's a straight lace guy. You know, he's uh, he's a guy that, you know, wears his emotions on his sleeves and he takes a lot on. You know, he took on an enormous amount of responsibility last year when Rich Bisaccia took over for John Gruden and he led him all the way to the playoffs and they almost beat the Bengals in the first round of the playoffs last year. Yep. And, you know, he had an amazing year just under those circumstances. So now in comes Josh McDaniels. They go get his best buddy, Devontae Adams. Now Waller and Renfro are on the IL, and the defense stinks. I mean, the defense is just awful. And I, I just think he's wearing his emotions on his sleeve. I, I wonder if he'll be there next year. And the reason I say that is because they're going to have a high draft pick. They're going to have probably one through four, somewhere in there. And one of these young quarterbacks will be available coming out next year. And I would think that Josh McDaniels is probably going to want to get his hands on one of those players. You want to do a hypothetical fit for Derek Carr in your world? Where's a good landing spot for him? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Indianapolis. Okay, Where done. Where all old quarterbacks go? Spin the wheel. And who's going to be the coach in Indianapolis next year? Who knows? All right. Um, more true. The Vikings are elite or the Bills are in trouble? I think the Bills are in a lull right now. That's what, and I think it's all because of Josh Allen, because Josh Allen is somewhat bored. I think this happened to um, Patrick Mahomes a few years ago, where all of a sudden you kind of get away from your fundamentals, the intensity of the game, what's important when the game is being played, and you don't play it like you're playing in the backyard of your house. And I think that's what's happened to Josh Allen here the last couple of weeks. And I appreciate what Josh Allen says after games because he is taking ownership of that. I think he misses Brian Dayball because you watch how Brian Dayball handles Daniel Jones with the Giants. Who is handling Josh Allen that way up in Buffalo? Is right. it Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator? Is it Sean McDermott? You know, Sean McDermott needs to go to his quarterback and say, look, man, we love you. We want you to be the animal that you are on the field. But you can't be turning the ball over because in this league, everybody now knows that the turnover is king. More teams lose the game than actually win the game because of the turnovers. It's, all, it's really the only way to get stops against elite quarterbacks. You're not going to force punts. you got to get a couple turnovers. And a couple of these turnovers that Josh has made the last two weeks are really unexplainable, which means that he's lost a little bit of focus, he's running around, and I'm sure the embarrassment is going to uh, make him want to play better, much better, and should play better this week in Detroit versus Cleveland. Indoors, fast track, I agree with you. i got to believe he's got to have a big game. Uh, road trip, you know, you mentioned it. Now the one seed goes through Kansas City again. A, do the Chiefs hold on to it? B, if that game is played today, do the Bills win that game? You know, well, the Bills went in there and they conquered the beast earlier this season. And right. they had a great game. And it was a great game. Um, man, but Patrick Mahomes is, is pretty stout, boy. I'll tell you what, he is going to be tough to beat. Um, they have lost a bunch of games, uh, playoff games at Arrowhead. Think about that. I know the Patriots, the Chiefs, and now the Bill. Yeah, uh, the Patriots and I say the Bengals. I yep. should say. 
and of course now the Bills possibly. So I think they hold on to the number one seed. At least that's what I see right now as we are halfway through the season. But don't count out the Tennessee Titans again. And they were number one last year. I know. And again, I'm not beating up on the Bills, but they currently are not in first place in the East. The Miami Dolphins are. So here's here's let's start with Tua for a minute. He was splendid again. But how much is McDaniels and the insulation they've provided with supporting cast, or how much is Tua might just be special? Well, I, th- I think it's both. You know, when he came out of Alabama, everybody raved about his accuracy. They they were worried about his arm strength and all that other stuff. I think he's answered all those questions. His arm is more than strong enough to win in these games. But I do think he has a synergy with his head coach. His head coach came from Kyle Shanahan. He's got a lot of great ideas. He's got great players around him, much like – uh, you know, much, the the way that the Eagles built around Jalen Hurts is kind of like what Miami has done yep. for Tua Tagovailoa, and I don't see why they won't host a playoff game and win the AFC East if, in fact, it turns out to be that way. But I just don't think their defense is good enough it's not. to go deep into the playoffs. Like if they had to play the Tennessee Titans, that's what I would love to see. I would love to see the Tennessee Titans and the Miami Dolphins play in a playoff game. The Titans making a playoff run is my personal nightmare. They're boring. They're boring. I can respect them, but I don't have to like them. But their coach has got to look kind of like you. Yes. He cuts his hair and he wears his hair just like you do. Listen, he's a damn good coach. I just, the way they play kills me. Um, you see that snarky look he gave to Aaron Rodgers on the field last oh, night? Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. I got your ass. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, listen, <laughs> and you know what? I think all of America feels that way. And Aaron only has himself to blame. Nobody's asking you to be perfect, but boy, does he invite it. Mm-hmm. You're right. All right. We've got a lot of ground to cover. we got to pick more games. Uh, we are going to check in on the young QBs. Boomer's going to diagnose this thing. I am. And, and, we may have added total to the picks. All of that and more coming up next. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenny.